What's up, beautiful? And welcome to Relationship Badass, the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and I'm here every single week to bring you juicy episodes that are loaded with tips, tricks, ideas, powerful mindset shifts, and all the things related to helping you have empowering, sexy, thriving, deep relationships. So buckle up, grab yourself a glass of tea, wine, bubbles, and get cozy as we dive into this week's episode. Hello, 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 beautiful, badass babes. It is Nikki Sunshine here, and I am fucking back. Mm. After a couple beautiful weeks in the desert, I am back on my mountaintop. I am back on my normal sleep schedule, and I am back in connection with all of you. Ah, Wow, it feels so good feeling of home after so long away. Feels really good for me. Ah, This is episode number 34, y'all. 30 fucking four. Hell yes. Um, I'm just so deeply inspired and jazzed and in such complete trust with the universe and my purpose After these two weeks in the desert specifically, I'm feeling new inspiration and I'm just like, holy shit, everything's amazing. (laughs) So I'm bringing some of that juicy energy back to you all. Now, I have a really amazing interview that I did before I left and I thought I was going to get that out to you guys this week um, with a psychologist, someone who works with reconciliation and forgiveness. Um, He's an author and I wanted to get that to you guys today, but you know what? My brain did not have the capacity to edit and do all of the things required for me to turn an interview into an episode. (laughs) So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a quick episode today. Um, I actually want to share an experience from Burning Man with you guys, something that happened with Warren and I. I got to experience jealousy, really painful jealousy, and we got to come together and talk about that, and I got to do my own reflecting, as did he, and so I think this story will be relatable and or inspiring to some of you, so I'm going to share that today instead. Um, It'll be a quick episode. Before I dive into this this story and the experience I had at Burning Man, I want to share a few announcements, so buckle up. They'll be quick and direct, but very important. Um, So number one, I would like to start with gratitude as always. And today, I just want to share thanks for this, what I perceive as large community of support that is around me. And this goes on a more surface level of the people around me supporting my mission and my work in the world. And it goes as far as the depth of universal support that I feel and just feeling so in sync with my mission on the planet. And I know 
It's like the minute I begin to worry about anything, I'm like, oh, wait, Nikki, you're totally provided for. And then the universe just is like, yeah, true. Here you go. (laughs) So I just feel so fucking supported. Shortly after I announced my upcoming live event, um, a dear friend reached out to me and just said, holy shit, I have a background in event planning. I've never used it. Please, I love your mission. I want to help. Shout out to you, Emily. Um, and like just those moments of like, she's like, I want to help for free. I just want to be a part of it. I want to help you Noel. I want to be a part of the event. Feeling that type of support of like, cool, you're just down with the fucking mission. Oh, let me tell you guys, it is, it's like an orgasm. (laughs) My life's a giant orgasm these days. So yeah, I'm just super fucking stoked and feeling supported and connected and in complete sync and awe. So thank you, universe, community, all of you out there. Um, It just feels really good to be, to have support on this mission of healing the couple, to heal the family, to heal the community, to heal the world. So if you are someone who believes in the mission and you want to offer support, you need support and you want to work together, you have a collaboration in mind, please reach out to me. I am constantly creating. My number one mission is to serve the planet. So like you have an idea, let's talk about it. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Fuck yeah. And I want to say thank you to all my brand new clients. Um, As you guys know, I just did a launch like right before I left of my two one-on-one programs. Um, I don't know how long I'm going to be offering these. They're really... So I have two programs. There's a one month and a three month. Despair to Repair is my one month and Hot Mess to Self-Express is my three month. I love my one-on-ones because transformation is inevitable and amazing. And I, I don't know if this is the best way to direct my energy as my brand continues to grow and as I continue to be approached by more people and as I continue to plan this live event. So I don't know how long I'll be doing these one-on-ones, which is why I did one last um, big hurrah and I promoted them with a fat discount because I just wanted to get them out there to people. So just want to shout out to Kayla, Mallory, Sarah, Ron, Lex, Ella, and whoever else I'm not thinking of in this moment. My new clients. I have seven new clients and I'm so stoked. Um, We have some deep, deep magical work to embark on together. So I fucking love you guys for taking a chance on me. You know, I remember the first coach I took a chance on and invested in and was like, holy shit, was this a total waste of money? I'm pissing my pants right now. So when I think of you guys taking that chance on me, I mean, wow, that just feels so fucking special. So thank you. I love you. Mm. Okay, next announcement. I still have free swag gifts to mail to you. Yeah, honey, I ain't talking about email. I want to send you a motherfucking personalized letter with a free relationship badass swag gift in the actual snail mail. Yeah, I want to do that for you. So, please, for me, I need your ratings and reviews um, for this podcast so that I can spread the word and share the message for the farther and longer. Um, so please, if you have been getting value from this podcast, 
and you have yet to leave a rating and a review and subscribe, that's also key, please do that. Um, just hit the subscribe button and um, then you can scroll to the bottom of the page, leave a one to five star rating, leave a written review that feels true to you. It can be five words, it can be five sentences, whatever. Um, please do that. And as a thank you for your time, I will send you a personalized note and a free swag gift. So you just got to let me know you did that. Take a screenshot, send me an email, send me a message, post it in my private Facebook group, um, something like that. And when I see that, I will send you your gift. So thank you for helping and hell yeah, guys, let's do this. Let's get rid of these last 20 or so free swag gifts, huh? Huh? <laughs> okay. Final announcement, I am officially doing a live event, y'all. Um, I know I hinted at it earlier, but it is fucking official. I can't give you the date and location yet, but ideally by next week, I will have that solidified. Me and my badass live event planner, Noelle, are just around the clock trying to figure this out and get the details in place. What I can say is that it will be happening in November, most likely the last Saturday before Thanksgiving. So that's the 23rd, I believe. And then that following Thursday is Thanksgiving. Um, so I believe that's the date, potentially, and then it could possibly move to a different November Saturday. But it's looking like November 23rd. So it'll be in the Denver, Colorado area. The workshop will be likely four hours of actual activities, content, me talking, and that type of stuff with a little time before and after to meet each other, connect, and whatnot. So I really want to gauge the interest for this event, you guys. It's going to be a relationship revolution workshop um, open to those in partnership or those not in partnership. Um, so if you're a couple, you can buy tickets together and get a deal. And if you're an individual, you can come and we'll have you pair up with another individual that's attending the event for the partner exercises. So um, this is what the event's looking like. It's all coming together, you know, in each moment. But I want to know what the interest is out there. I'm trying to gauge how big of a venue to get, what the turnout might look like. So here's the deal. I've created a link. It's a super simple three to five question landing page. Um, the link in the show notes that says click here to um, get on the fuck yes list for my live event. Please go there if you have any inkling of interest towards my live event in November. Now, this is just to gauge interest. You're not paying for anything. You're not buying anything. I just ask for your name, email, and like a couple questions about you. So if you feel like, ooh, yeah, I'd be totally interested in going to a relationship badass live event in the future, um, please click that link and let me know. And then as a thank you for taking the time to fill out this little form, if and when you do buy a ticket to my live event in the future, you will get a fat bonus gift package with it that nobody else gets as a thank you for getting on this early bird waitlist, so to speak. Um, this is just a waitlist. It's not buying a ticket. It's nothing like that. I just want to gauge basically how many people out there are interested and how interested they are um, so that I can get a proper venue size and all those things. Super helpful for me, you guys. I'd really appreciate your time. So again, just click that link in the top of the show notes. It'll take you to a little landing page on my website, answer a couple questions. It'll put you on the I'm interested list and that will help me gauge 
how big this event might get. Uh, so I really fucking appreciate you guys. And right after you finish the form, I'm giving you a gift. You'll receive it right then and there just as a thank you. Okay. And finally, before I dive into the juicy experience I had at Burning Man, um, I just have a quick question for any men out there. Um, I am working again with my colleague, Matt Ford. I interviewed him in episode 10 on men and intimacy. Um, we are redesigning a program we did last year, or I guess it was this year. Holy shit, 2019 has been a hell of a year. <laughs> so we're redesigning it, and I'm we're thinking about making it a program, a group program for men. So men, if you're out there, I just want to hear from you. I don't hear from a ton of men. I don't know if this group program for men would actually serve or if anyone in my community is interested in it. So please let me know. Um, if you're listening to this and you're a man and you're like, damn, a group program. So that would basically be like probably around 10 men coming together. Each week we'd have a group call. So you wouldn't have the one-on-one -on -one time with me per se, but you'd have group time with me and Matt offering relationship coaching and advice in a group setting. Um, and then there would be modules each week, most likely modules every other week so that we have like a week off in between for you to digest. I don't know, still putting it together. So men, if you're out there and you're like, fuck yeah, I want a group program, hi. Um, please just let me know. Find me on Instagram at relationshipbadass. You can send me an email, relationshipbadass at gmail.com. And just say, hey, I'm super into it. I just want to gauge if there's any men out there that would be interested in such an offering. Um, because as always, you guys, my offerings are for you. <laughs> I don't just make these to like stroke my ego and feel good about myself. If they're not going to serve you, there's zero point in creating them. So that's why I'm always gauging with you guys. What do you think about this? Would you like this? And the moments you take to give me feedback is so deeply appreciated. Okay. Here we go, you guys. <clears throat> That's all I have for announcements. So for the rest of our time together today, I just want to share a little story from Burning Man um, this year. And I will just own this is still fresh, so I may be pausing to take breaths. I may have emotions come up. So I hope you can just hold space for that. Or not, it doesn't really matter because I'm on a recording. <laughs> and I can hold space for myself. So I'm just going to dive right in. Um, a couple days into Burning Man, Warren and I arrived. And we met this new friend. I fucking love her. She is the shit. She was camping with us. And so we all went out. I think it was like Monday night, so a day after we had arrived that night and said, ooh, let's go exploring, let's go check out some camps. Burning Man is set up like a giant fucking playground and there's literally endless exploration you could explore for years. Um, so we're like, cool, let's bike around. You, you bike everywhere, it's huge. So everyone bikes or brings their longboards or whatever. Um, so me and Warren and this new friend of ours, this woman, went out and had an amazing night, so much fun, the three of us. And you know, there's moments where they're connecting and I'm off doing my thing. And then there's connect moments where me and her are connecting and Warren's doing his thing. And there's moments where all three of us are connecting. Um, one of Warren and mine's strong suits is incorporating friendships into our relationship. It's always been that way for us. We started off as friends for over six years. And so we have a really good flow. Like we can go out with a third person and be like three friends having a great time, but also have that feeling of lovers. It's really great. 
So anyway, after a long night out, we all got a little hungry and we decided to go back to the campsite and I was going to make us some soup and rice as a little snack. And so while we're making, while I'm making soup and rice and we're all just kind of chatting, Warren says to our new friend, hey, I noticed you kink, like I noticed you kinking your neck earlier. Would you like a massage, like a back massage, a neck massage? Okay, so this is the trigger, you guys. That question was the trigger. That's where I got triggered, right there. He asked her if she would want a massage and I got triggered. Now, I am of the, I am now at the level and place in my growth journey where I am a vivid investigator and observer of my emotions. So I teach this and work with this with all of my clients. But this jealousy came up. Like I got fucking triggered. I instantly felt uncomfortable. And I was like, okay. So in my head, I feel uncomfortable. And my first thought is, huh, what's going on right now? So I noticed in my body, my chest became tight, my hands became sweaty, and I just felt like almost like a pit drop in my stomach. So I was uncomfortable. (laughs) So then I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm uncomfortable. What's going on? So I take a couple of breaths. I always take a few breaths the minute I notice an emotion existing inside of me. Why? Because for me... Breathing is a way, is something that helps me to ground and come back into presence. So that works for me. It doesn't necessarily work for everyone, but that's something I've used um, in my own life again and again. So I took a couple of breaths and then I just sat with this discomfort for a minute. And mind you, while this is happening, Warren and this this friend of ours, they're just going about their business. Like I don't stop the room when I'm having an emotional experience anymore, though I used to. Um, It's not like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. That made me uncomfortable. Everyone stop. If you do that, that's fine. Just notice that. Um, I choose not to go that route anymore. Um, My method these days is to observe and process my own experience the best I can before I bring it to the shared space. And that works really well for me. So, I notice I'm uncomfortable. I sit with it. Warren and our friend are just chatting, whatever. She's getting ready for her massage. And in those few minutes, I identify the feeling. I'm like, oh, I'm jealous. Got it. Okay. So my first step was to notice I was triggered, to take a few breaths and to just be with the discomfort, to notice the sensations in my body, to notice the sweaty palms and just be like, wow, okay, that's happening. And then after a few minutes, I was, I'm familiar with this feeling, right? So I was actually able to identify it. I was like, oh, I'm jealous. Wow, I'm feeling jealous right now. Cool. Hey, jealousy, what's up? It's been a while. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, I know you're here for a visit. All right, give me a minute. I'm ready to go in it with you. You know, so when my emotions come up, I don't, so when I experience jealousy, and I just talked about this in a recent podcast episode. I don't, I don't go into a shame reaction of, oh my God, I shouldn't feel jealous. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, this is fucked up. I, I don't get jealous anymore. I'm a relationship coach. I shouldn't feel jealous. I'm a relationship badass. I shouldn't feel jealous. You know, can you just imagine the shame spiral I could put myself down if I wanted to? But instead, I was like, cool, this is jealousy. Great. Great. 
And in that moment, I made a choice to remove myself from the situation. I could feel that I wanted to cry and I needed to release and I almost just needed to like tell someone what was happening. Like I just needed to express. I felt so upset. Um, and so I said, um, I'm going to go get some tea. I'll be back. We have a 24-hour tea house at our camp so I could just walk um, 10 feet and be greeted by a beautiful human who's there to serve me tea as long as I want it. Um, so it was very convenient that I had that. But I want to just dial in on this moment too. So something I've decided as of recently is that when I have an emotional experience, I don't have to stop other people from living in order to honor that experience. So in this scenario, I could have said, hey, you know what? When you offered Allie that massage, I felt really uncomfortable. And so now I'm dealing with that. But could you just like not do that in the meantime and I'm going to figure out what's going on for me? I could have said that. And in making that request, I would have halted the amazing experience that our friend was about to have by receiving this massage. And I could have halted the incredible experience Warren was about to have by giving this massage, right? So a true, beautiful human connection is happening in front of me. And I'm not here to stop it. But I was having an emotional reaction. So then I become curious. And I give myself the space to separate from that which is triggering me so that whatever needs to can happen can happen. And then I get to go process over here for a minute. Does that make sense to you guys? So this is just my process that really works for me right now. Um, so I removed myself. I went and got tea. I didn't make it dramatic or anything. I just said, I'm going to go get tea. I'll be back. And as I was walking to get tea, I felt the... I felt the emotions weigh on me heavier and heavier. And what I realized in that moment is like, I almost needed this space to fully experience what I'm feeling right now. Because I couldn't fully access the depth of my emotions and my reactions when I was in the room with him and her. Because the thing that is triggering me is right there. So I'm constantly reactive and I can't actually access my presence. So when I removed myself and I walked away from our tent, I was no longer being actively triggered by the thing that's right in front of me. So I was actually able to access myself a little bit more and my feelings. And in the short walk to the tea house, maybe two or three minutes, I realized like why I felt so sad. And it, it, it wasn't the fact that he was offering another woman a massage. It was the fact that I could not remember the last time he offered me a massage. And so when he noticed our friend and said, wow, I noticed your neck kink. Let me help you with that. I collapsed because I was trying to think of, man, I've been so stressed the last couple of months, probably kinking my neck every fucking day as I've been building this business. And he hasn't once noticed that and offered me the same kind of relief. 
So does that make sense? Um, there's a difference there, right? Because when I originally got upset or felt upset and identified it as jealousy, I was wondering like, am I jealous of him massaging another woman right now? Because that's something I've verbalized as totally okay with me. I want you to massage other women I, and men. Like, I want you to connect with other people. That's something I say a lot. So it felt odd to me that I was experiencing jealousy from him giving pleasure to another woman in that way. That felt off for me, given mine and Warren's specific monogamy agreements and our boundaries and agreements in the relationship. So for you, you might think, hell no, if my boyfriend massaged another woman, I would feel jealous of that. Great. It sounds like you know yourself. But the point is self-awareness and knowing who you are. So I know I'm the type of person that encourages my partner to give his girlfriend a neck massage. I'm like, fuck yeah. And truthfully, the, the part of Warren that offers that to other people is a part of him I really love. He's genuinely so caring and generous to all people. And I love that about him so much. And so because of my awareness, in part, I was able to notice right away, like, okay, I'm feeling jealous, but there's more to the story here. Right? So that helped me to not immediately react and say, why are you giving her a massage? What the fuck? You know? Um, now, another thing that helped me to not react is my badass in relationships and selfhood <laughs> and this is what I practice every fucking day in my life and this is what I practice with my clients one of many things but it's like yeah I don't like the feeling of just reacting when I have an emotion come up and so I've trained and created a new system that works really well for me and for a lot of my clients where we actually slow down and observe our emotions and then create space for processing so that's another reason I didn't just react because I'm, I decided a long time ago, yeah, it doesn't work for me to just react all the time. And it's going to be a really hard habit to change and I'm fucking down to change it and I won't stop practicing until it's changed. And guess what, you guys? It's fucking changed. I don't react anymore. I don't yell and scream when I get triggered. Barely ever. It's literally been years since I've done that. And I like... In that reactive way where it's like, without even thinking, I just say, well, you're a fucking asshole. That shit is not a part of my reality anymore. And it feels so fucking good. But I didn't just like, I wasn't just born this way. It took massive discipline and a commitment to myself of like, yeah, this is fucking hard and I'm going to keep practicing it. Yeah, this is really hard. Cool. I'm going to hire a coach who can give me exercises and accountability. Wow, this is really hard. Sweet. I'm going to sign up for a program or join a support group and get even more help. Right? So I'm sharing this little tidbit with you guys just so you know that no matter who you are and what your relational patterns are, anything can be changed and transformed. You just need to make a choice right now. Say, I choose that this is going to be different. Nothing is more powerful than your choice, you guys. Fucking nothing. If you choose to do anything with the tenacity of a real decision, not a decision where you're going to negotiate with yourself later, but like, I'm fucking doing this. I have been totally amazed 
by how things come together after I decide. So anyway, to loop back to the story, um, I separated myself and I went to the tea house. And I sat down and this beautiful man was there with beautiful eyes and just I just said to him, I was very I said, hey, I'm really upset. I just need someone to talk at and I just want you to hear me. And can you continue to pour me chamomile tea while I do that? <laughs> so I'm very clear. I know exactly what I want. So I asked him and he said, I'm available for that. And I was like, sweet, please start with the tea. Here we go. And I just shared what happened. I was like, yeah, we had a great night. And then we came back and I just shared the story with him. And as many of you probably know, just verbally sharing with someone who is a present and attuned listener is a fucking healing experience in itself. It's so, so healing and I can come to my own revelations in those moments and really it was a release. It helped me move some of the emotions through me so that I don't have to show up just super emotional and reactive where I can't even think straight. So yeah, I talked to this guy for maybe like 15, 20 minutes. And um, when I went back to camp, the soup was about ready. Um, we all enjoyed soup. Now again, some of you out there are like, what, you just sat there and enjoyed soup even though you were upset? Yes, I did. And here's why. A, I am brilliant at what I call emotional mastery. And so I can, again, I can observe and honor an emotional experience without having it consume me. Now, this amazing skill has a time limit. I can't do that forever, but I can do that. And it's really powerful in situations like this because, again, I didn't want to disrupt the connection that was happening. And I didn't want to make our friend feel uncomfortable. Like I didn't want her to feel like, oh my God, I've gotten in between them. And I just, we were having a really lovely night and I wanted it to stay that way. And I know that Warren and I have a culture where when something's up, we come together and we talk about it. So because we always do that, I just feel completely comfortable in like, yeah, let's have some soup and enjoy this connection we were all having. And then later when Warren and I are alone, we'll come together and we'll talk about the thing like we always do. So anyway, we enjoyed some soup. Um, the night ended quickly. It got late and we all got tired. So Warren and I ended up just falling asleep in the tent. And the next morning we woke up and we talked about it. You know, woke up, good morning. What are you thinking about? Hey, I'm thinking about us. What are you thinking about? And he said, I'm thinking about us too. And then we were like, cool, let's chat. <laughs> so we chatted and we did what we always do. Um, I shared my experience and he listened. He shared his experience and he listened. I mean, and I listened. And we really listened, like I teach it, you guys. Go listen to past episodes if you don't know what responsible and attuned listening looks like. Now, what we are able to uncover in our shared conversation and processing, well, actually, let me be a little more clear. So we briefly talked about the incident in the morning. Now, why briefly? Because this is why. Some of you who are longtime listeners already know this about my partner, Warren, but something I've had the joy of discovering and learning how to love in my almost three years with this man 
is that he is the type of processor, so for emotions for him, I can experience an emotion, process it, and talk about it in like half a second. <laughs> I'm a triple Scorpio. I'm super in touch. Like I could, I feel everything and my emotions are right there. Like I don't have to dig deep to access my emotions. Now my partner on the other hand is a total opposite. Earth sign, Capricorn, creation mode. He does have to dig deep to really access and understand his emotions. So we have come up with a process together based on who we both are that works for us when resolving conflict and talking through things. And so I would love if I could just come to Warren and say, this is what's up. And then we could immediately dive into a, you know, nice in-depth conversation about the whole thing. That'd be great. And yet, that's not who my partner is. And it actually stresses him out when I have an expectation that he can process and understand his emotions quickly. So we discovered this discrepancy through some painful and misaligned conflict discussions in our past. I'm sure you guys can imagine. And so what we realized is, oh, I, Nikki had this desire to just process and talk through things right away while Warren really needs time to drop in and and think about and feel into whatever it is we're going to talk about. And then he can show up resourced with ideas to share and whatnot. So that's that's how we do our shared processing now. So basically the next morning we woke up in the tent I gave him the gist of my experience. I said, this is how I was feeling. This is what happened. This is what I know about. This is what I found out through processing. And he said, thank you for sharing. And then we went about our day because as I just said, we have an agreement that he gets to process after I quote unquote lay something on him. So I don't just expect him to be ready to come together and talk. Instead, our agreement looks like I'll let you know what's up for me and then you take your time to process Warren. And then Warren, when you're ready to come together about it, come let me know and I'll make the space. So that's what we did. We touched base in the morning. We went about our days. And then later in the day, he came to me and said, you know, I've thought about it and I'm ready to talk. So we talked. And what Warren was able to uncover in his processing was that Well, let me back up a bit. So we were on the same page in the sense that we both agreed, okay, we want a relationship where we can both be fluid to connect with, give a neck massage to, have a deep conversation with other people, including people of the opposite sex. We both want that. That's important, right? So we started with getting that shared reality. We're not trying to change the boundaries of our relationship. Then I was able to explain to him Okay, this is what felt really shitty for me yesterday. When you offered Allie the massage, I realized you haven't noticed me and offered me a massage in so long that it felt like shit to see you offering that to other people. And so when I shared that, Warren was really able to understand. He's like, yeah, I totally get that. That would feel like shit for me too. And so from this place, we still have a shared reality. He knows where I'm coming from. We have a shared vision and goal. He was able to 
discover within himself something. So what he shared with me is this. Um, Longtime listener, just anyone who's been listening recently knows that right before Burning Man, Warren and I had a really powerful conversation. And he shared with me, because I noticed that we felt disconnected, when he checked in with himself, he realized that he has been like almost unconsciously unattracted to me these last two months while I've been building my business and been really deep in my masculine energy. So he's really masculine. I've been in my masculine. There's not a lot of polarity there and therefore our attraction has been dwindling. So right before we left for this trip, he shared with me like, wow, I realize I haven't been attracted to you. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. You guys can listen to the last episode if you want to hear more on that. But, um, and I think I have some lives on Instagram or IGTV videos. But anyway, so he had this talk and we basically came to the realization that Warren, or Warren came to the realization that, wow, Nikki, I've been really unattracted to you and just like for the last two months, but not like, but I haven't been telling you that. I haven't even noticed. I've just been staying really busy with work and friends, not even realizing that that was my unconscious attempt to not be near you. Um, so we had this conversation, right? And so this was something we knew going into the trip. Now, fast forward to this conversation at Burning Man, what Warren said is, you know, I realized that in these last couple of months where I've basically been checked out and I haven't been attracted to you, therefore I haven't been very attentive to you like I used to be, I kind of just got in that habit of not attending to you. And so I realized you're totally right. I haven't offered you a massage in a long time. And that's because I've formed a really crappy habit of not attending to you. And my commitment today is to begin to rewrite that habit and to make a new habit where I do attend to you and care for you like I used to. Okay, so I hope you guys can follow this okay, but that's what Warren shared with me. That's what came out of his processing. And so from there, it's like, wow, this is amazing. Here I am feeling all sad when you offer our friend a massage. But instead of reacting and making the fight worse, I drop in and I gain self-clarity. Then I share it with you in a resourced and badass way using all my communication tools so that you can actually receive my message. Then you go and process and you actually figure out something within yourself that totally clicks to the thing I've been experiencing within myself. And now we have kind of a, a dialogue here, right? It's like, oh... Well, Nikki felt triggered because she's been feeling not attended to by Warren. And when Warren checked in, he realized he hasn't been attending to her because he was unconsciously feeling unattracted to her these last two months. And now that he's aware of this, his agreement right now is to move forward with more attentiveness towards me. And so we made some new agreements. We came together. We understood each other's world. Right? So when Warren's sharing with me like, yeah, I guess I just got into the habit of not attending to you. I'm not saying, wow, what a fucking asshole. That's a shitty thing to do. I'm understanding his world. I'm like, wow, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I can totally get why if you're kind of just unconsciously avoiding me that you wouldn't think to be very attentive towards me. That makes sense. So because we are constantly understanding each other's experience, we can actually come together on an agreement or a solution or a direction that feels mutual and co-created. 
So my big fucking takeaway from this experience, you guys, is that when I'm feeling fully nourished from our relationship in the way that we have agreed upon, I'm not just talking about fantasy and expectations here, you guys. I'm talking about, okay, we have an agreement. This is what our relationship is. Now, if our relationship isn't providing that because of one thing or the other, and therefore I'm feeling nourished or malnourished in the context of the relationship, I'm going to have a stronger desire to control what's happening outside the relationship. Does that make sense? Because what this came in just a moment with Warren we're talking and he's like do you not want me to massage other women and I'm like that's not it because like when I think of that that feels like shit I don't want to say don't touch other women I don't like that um and then I just clicked and I was like oh you know what I feel so malnourished in our relationship right now that it's hard for me to be cool with anything outside of it like it's affecting my ability and my vision on things happening outside the relationship because at this point, it had been so many months since I had had a massage, you know, a date night, a special love note, or anything from Warren. So I was already feeling kind of malnourished in the relationship. The Our love funds were dwindling. We were going negative, you guys. Episode, ah, shit, I don't know, like 12, 13, 14 maybe, love funds. Um, but we've, we had had a lot of de- withdrawals lately and not enough deposits. So... The big takeaway from this is, yeah, when I'm feeling fully nourished and aligned in our relationship, I can be that relaxed, like, easygoing person that I want to believe I am. Now, when I'm feeling totally malnourished in the relationship, but I'm also still in it, so I'm connected to this relationship that is depleting me, Now I'm not going to be that easygoing, carefree person I want to be outside the relationship. I'm going to be wanting control. I'm going to be feeling insecure. I'm going to be feeling doubt, fear, all the things, right? And that's what I was feeling in that moment. And like, I'm sharing this with you guys because like, I'm the type, like, I am a person who doesn't normally feel, feel fear and doubt and insecurity in my partnership. It feels pretty damn good because I do this shit for a living, (laughs) And so it was very obvious to me when I started to feel fear, insecurity, doubt, that something was up. I was like, this is not normal. Um, And so I wonder if that makes sense to you guys. That's my big takeaway from this experience is that if I'm fully nourished in our partnership and the way we've agreed upon, I can hang with a lot more. I can be cool with a lot more. Um, If I'm getting really upset and agitated about everything, that's going on with my partner, there's a chance that maybe I'm not being nourished in our relationship fully, right? So like a classic example, so to speak, would be like maybe I'm the partner who wants, who cares about having sex more and it's really important to me. And my partner has just um, cut that off for over a year now. Maybe my partner's just like, I'm not, I don't really get into it. I don't really like sex. I love you, but I don't have sex with you. So now I'm the partner who's feeling totally depleted because this thing that's so fucking important to me, having sex, is being trapped, withheld, whatever. I am likely going to be less attentive, more frustrated, more short um, in my relationship because I'm feeling so malnourished in this really important area. Does that make sense, you guys?
<sighs> so yeah, that was our experience. And it made for a really shaky and hard first couple of days at Burning Man. And Warren and I got to experience a lot of growth and discomfort. And we got to talk about freedom and alone time and all of the things. And um, it was fucking beautiful, you guys. It was super uncomfortable for like a day or two, you know, not just continuous discomfort, but moments of discomfort, moments of me still getting triggered. Because, you know, after this talk, I was still sensitive. And then about after maybe like a day, 24 hours or so after this talk, maybe like up to two days, at that point, Warren had been putting in such an effort to help me feel nourished and safe in our partnership that I like reached that point where I was like, okay, we're on the same team again. Um, and so then I felt so nourished and we had such an amazing week. I connected with people. He connected with people. Massages were shared. Dances were shared. Conversations were shared. And we just fucking lived in the free relationship that we talk about, that I talk about all the time. And it felt so good. And we both got super inspired in our work and uh, it was just amazing, you guys. So I'm super fucking stoked. Um, I hope this story was either relatable or inspiring or intriguing for you. And I just want to encourage you that if you have any questions about this experience I just shared or um, inquiries or curiosities, please reach out. Um, drop me a line, relationshipbadass at gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram, direct messages. I am so fucking stoked. Um... Yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys. <laughs> so yeah, I hope this served you in exactly the way you needed today. And other than that, click that link. Let me know if you're interested in my live event come November in around Denver, Colorado. And also leave me a rating and review. I want to send you a personalized note and a free gift. So I fucking love you guys. I'm so stoked to be back. So much juicy, epic, amazing content coming your way. Um, yeah, I just, I can't wait. So, fuck yeah, I love you guys, and I will catch you in the next episode.